welcome to the Lonely Show. Today, in this episode, I don't have any regulars because we just got off a very long episode. And thanks to the space time continuum, uh, yeah, the rest is history. As for our guest, he's from Houston, Texas. He's currently a film producer, 25 years in the entertainment industry, pub ownerships, signed record artist, club promoter, and entrepreneur. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll give you. Uh, How you doing? Doing? Going great. Fantastic, fantastic. Talk to me. How you doing, Peter? So great. So how's life? So far, so good, man. I'm blessed. I'm happy to be here and just really uh working, 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 uh, working to entertain. All right, sounds good. So mm-hmm. what you currently doing, right? Right now, I am actually in the process. Shout out to my executive assistant, Britt. She's helping me with the logistics that we're doing for the movie Pressure that will be coming out this summer. So actively working on that while still promoting the documentary Road Dollar Road to the Riches that's available on Amazon Prime right now. So now I'm doing a full-length movie. So I managed to entertain y'all. Sweet. And mm-hmm. what specifically is the movie about? Well, Pressure is a drama, crime, romance film, uh, basically about a character that, you know, he's a he's a he's a pretty tough street guy, a villain, anti-hero, and he does what he does for a living, but then uh falls in love and it, it kind of takes him off his pivot to really focus on what he's really supposed to be doing, what his craft is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean. How long have you been working? Sorry? No, sorry about that. You go go for it, Peter. So how long have you been working on this film for? Well, the logistics, it took us about, and we're almost complete with that. It took us about two and a half months to really get all the fine details organized and the casting, the the permits, the insurance, you know, all the all the things you needed, the script. Um, the script was written by myself and uh, co-written by Callie Carter. We we put our heads together and really came up with a fantastic script for this movie. And now it's just, you know, a lot of people don't know, especially when you're doing it independently, it's even a heavier load to really logistically put together a film and to make sure all the fine screws and all the fine details are intact and put together correctly. Hmm. All right, then. And what inspired you to do the thing or the things you want to do right now? What is your inspiration for where you are right now? I could honestly say, Peter, you know, I'm, my background is really uh, starting out as a club promoter, then became a club owner. And just being in the, the whole industry of entertaining people and good times and, and doing those kind of things for a living, it, it, it just metamorphosized into this whole filmmaking thing because you know, I get I get a rush off of entertaining people and, and, and showing people a good time. So with my last uh, venture, it really kind of opened the doors for me doing this documentary. And I, I got the bug of, of, of getting into the whole filmmaking industry and, you know, still learning as I go, but pretty much um, getting better and better at it. But my background is definitely from the nightlife scenery. So this this movie has a lot of influence even with the nightlife scenery because one of the scenes is um the character saint in the movie he he actually uh, purchases a club so it's like i still get a lot of those uh 
club background incorporated in the film. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, then. Sounds good. Yeah, it's, it's, so. it's, it's one of those things, uh, Peter, where, you know, I, I really believe uh, it, it's going to be a good indie film. It's going to be on some major platforms, Amazon, Tubi. And, you know, I, it's, like I said, I got I got good results off the documentary. Even a lot of people across the pond where you're at, they they purchase. We see the purchase from there and, and, and the love shown. And I definitely look glad that it's reaching out to, to, to very far and beyond besides they side, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So what was life for you growing up? Well, you know, I'm a I'm a Caribbean background. You know, my, my, my family's uh, Jamaican. Um, I was raised in New York City and also lived in Florida, South Florida, and then relocated to Houston. I've uh, been here for a long time, planted a flag out here and, and you know, kept on getting my entrepreneurship on and, and just different businesses and different ventures. I dabbled with a little bit of everything as far as, you know, doing business. But then the, the club business was really the one that stuck and was the most the most uh, profitable and the most productive for me. And it, it, it just basically, it it opened the doors for this film thing back to that. But my background is is from a Caribbean nature. So, you know, we we, we come here chasing the gold. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it just just loving what I'm doing, Peter. Just this is a, this is definitely a career change for me, but it's definitely something that uh, I'm passionate about and I enjoy doing and, and, you know, continue to keep doing it and continue to entertain as long as I possibly can. You know, I've touched a lot of platforms, um, you know, from independent platforms to, to celebrity driven platforms. And, and it's never going to change as far as just keep pushing the product and let, and entertaining people and letting them enjoy what, what I bring to the table. Absolutely. What is your, what is your hidden talent? I could definitely say my heavy talent is is really, really to entertain and social skills. You know, it's it's definitely having social skills and and being able to to really chemistry have chemistry with people. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of hidden talents that I got, but you know, for right now, what I'm exposing is is definitely the social skills and the chemistry and connection that I get with with a lot of people that I meet. You know, so that if that's a talent, <laughs> maybe it's a nature more than a talent, but it's one of those things where I really enjoy doing, man, just really uh, connecting with people and, and trying to bring the best out of anybody around me, man. That's really it. You know, I've always been that guy that, that knows how to put together a good, solid team and, and make things work. You know, I got more W's than, than more wins than losses. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you were given 500 acres, what would you use it for? Honestly, 500 acres of land. Now, is that land, you know, I'm, I'm in Texas, so is that going to be an oil-free land? Is that going to be a hay, a hayball-free land? You know, there's there's a lot of a lot of moving parts when you talk about land, being from, living in Texas, you know? Um, I could honestly say I, I would definitely do something that could contribute back to, to, to society. You know, if it was just 500 acres of land, some philanthropy work, maybe build some homes for some people, or maybe even get into agriculture and try to, supply whatever kind of food I can to the community or to the starving, you know? Yeah. What incredibly common thing have you never done? What I've never done, incredibly common thing. I could say this, jumping out of 
jumping out of airplane or riding in a rocket ship to to to, to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I, I I hear there's a market for that. You you pay like your way, you can get in a spaceship and go in the solar system. So that's something I've never done yet. How's that? <laughs> yeah, I mean that'd be pretty cool, just going into space. Absolutely. See what else is out there besides us, huh? Maybe we're the aliens. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Never know. What has been the longest travel you've ever been on? Longest trip? Rome, Italy. I've been to Rome, Italy. It was the longest flight I could honestly say in my life. Um, but one of the best trips. I was out there for seven days. Um, I enjoyed it. I did the whole historical thing. I saw the, you know, the Vatican, the Spanish Steps, the Colosseum. Ate uh, a lot of that ice cream. I forgot what it's called. Um, gelato, I think that is. Ate that till I got sick. But I, I definitely enjoyed the nightlife out there. It was fun, man. Tons of fun. Um, but that's the that's the longest trip. We made a pit stop in Holland, by the way, Connect Flight. So that was a whole nother ball game, you know, visiting Holland. Hmm. All right, then. Sounds good. Yes, sir. What's your favorite? Summer. I'm, I'm Caribbean natured, so summer. I like hot beach. <laughs> Sweet. If you had a song for every time you enter, what song would that be? Um... That's a great question, you know, because I love music and there's so many to choose from. But I think I'd have to go with uh, Eric B. and Rakim, thinking of a master plan. Ain't nothing but sweat inside my head. That one right there. Eric B. and Rakim would probably be the, the theme song when I walk in the room. Oh, sounds good. Paid in full. I believe it's called Paid in Full. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's your favorite type of day? My favorite type of day, my favorite type of day, Peter, I could honestly say would be definitely a positive and productive, a positive and productive day. Because, you know, not every day is going to be smooth. Not every day is going to be great. But if you could always make the best of it and laugh about it, that's a great day. Because, man, laughter refreshes the soul, man, when it comes down to it. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Would you rather never age physically or never age mentally? Would I rather never age physically? Say the, say the question again. I'm sorry. It's all right. Would you rather never age or never age mentally? I'd never want to age mentally. Where I'm at right now, see, that's tricky because if I'm if where I'm at right now mentally I would honestly say I I love it because you know it, it's, you're still young and old at the same time, and you still experienced a lot in life. You still learn a lot in life, but at the same time, you know where you know where you're at. You know the position you're in right now. So that's a really tricky one. Man. I got to think about. It. Would I rather age mentally or physically? Yeah, I can see that. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Yes, indeed, because. Physically, you still want to be intact and functional, but mentally, you know, wisdom is 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 worth more than gold. <laughs> so that's a tough one, Peter. You got me in a, in a pickle in that one, brother. What improved your life quality so much you wished you did it sooner? 
what improved my life quality sooner? So much that I wish I did sooner. Hmm. Listening. I can honestly say that listening. Listening is listening is uh, but you know, let me let me kind of explain that a little bit. Listening is a good a good and a bad thing. Listening is good because you always want to listen to somebody that's more experienced because you can really get some gems out of it and some wisdom. But sometimes listening is a bad thing because you got to listen to yourself. If you feel firmly and strongly about something, sometimes you can't listen to what anybody else said and listen to yourself. So it's a double edged sword because, you know, when you listen you learn, especially if you listen from somebody that's done it before, is experienced or got a lot of wisdom in life. And you want to always sponge that because knowledge is key. But at the same time, you don't want to listen to everybody because as an individual, you're going to have your own experience and things. So you want to listen to your gut instinct sometimes if you feel something, something's going to work, you feel strongly about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What is your favorite? My favorite life hat. Hmm. I like your questions, Peter. <laughs> You're digging deep, brother. You're digging yeah. deep. Um, I can say my favorite life hat is so many. There is so many. But I could say uh, being a parent, if that answers it. Yep, it certainly does. Being a parent. I... I I have one son and the love I have for him is, is unconditional to where I'm glad I get to experience unconditional love while I'm here on this planet. And I could honestly say that that goes a thousand percent to being a parent to my son, because I, I, I try to be actively involved in his life as much as possible with everything I got going on. So that is definitely my favorite life hack. Oh, yes. Absolutely. You're hitting it with me, man. The you, the trivia is I'm loving it. The price is right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you could turn any activity into what would you have a good chance at winning a medal for? Any activity into Olympic sport, what would I have? A, I say the shot put. I say the shot put. Because, uh, you know, I, I got I got some pretty strong shoulders and pretty strong arms and some leg power. So I think the shot put would be a good sport for me. Fabulous. That would be a good sport for me. I like, I like strength and endurance sports. So that's good. Okay. Cool, cool. Would you rather languages or talk to animals? I don't know, man, because sometimes some of us human beings are like animals. So that's a real tricky one. But I could honestly say I'd rather speak all languages because I love culture and I'd love to to learn new things and be around different dialogues. You know, knowledge is power. Oh, yeah, indeed. I'm loving this, Peter. So this this is a this is a, an across I say across the pond, my um. My executive assistant's actually uh, from from London, so that this is good. I'm getting more familiar with 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 the people from over there. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Would you rather be teleported five hundred years into the 
or 500 years into the past? Definitely the future. Definitely the future. I'd love to see what the world would evolve to 500 years later. Because, I mean, you know, while we're here now, we pretty much absorb as much input to what happened in the past in all different ways. But seeing what will happen in the future would definitely be intriguing. Indeed. If you could get anything you wanted for free from one store for the rest of your life. Woo-wee. Anything I wanted for free from one store for the rest of my life. What would it be? Interesting. I would I would definitely have to say uh books. Books. I'd love to get books. I'd love to get books about interesting places and interesting people. That's what I if I can get that for free, because you know learning is everything. Learning is everything, and it's also good, you know, you you could learn from your day-to-day activity, but you could also learn from just reading about different things in life. That's what I definitely want for free. Everything else you pretty much can go and work at it and get it yourself. But if I could get that for free, I could definitely say books, ironically. Oh, yes. What was the strangest dream you've had? Oh, my God. Is this a PG show? No, I'm, I'm joking. Um, the strangest dream I could say I had, man, and you know, I was I was speaking to a crowd of people in my pajamas. That could probably be one of the strangest I've had, maybe maybe a couple months ago, and I remembered it. I don't know what this what it meant, but I was speaking to a crowd of people in pajamas with no care in the world. How's that? Wow. Interesting. That's, uh, I would never expected that. Yeah. I don't know what that is. You know, they say some dreams are signs and they say some dreams are just dreams or whatever you encountered. But yeah, I was speaking to a crowd of people in pajamas, Peter. That was a strange. Yeah. That was strange to me, at least. Was. What was the funniest moment you've had? Man, I, I always tell the story. You know, um, I don't know how it is over there, but, you know, one of the clubs I used to own was a was a strip club. And I honestly say uh the funniest moment is when uh a girl was entertaining a customer and the customer got so intoxicated and uh you know he 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 pooped on himself. You know what I mean? He uh he he lost oh. control of his bowel movements. I actually spoke about this in another interview. That was one of the most funniest, shocking things. It wasn't funny to where you laugh at him, but it was funny where you can't believe that happened. I can honestly say that. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm flabbergasted by that, actually. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes some people, you know, you know, some people drink and really don't understand how much their body could take. And sometimes your body's going to give you some kind of sign that, you know, no, no more. And apparently this particular customer, his bowel movements were saying no more. So he released, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> shocking shocking and funny and disgusting at the same time oh yes that's a lot to take in <laughs> oh yes if someone wrote a book about you what do you think its title would be 
that one, I'm going to take my time to answer it. I would definitely say if somebody wrote a book about me in the title, I'd say Captivating. Hmm. Sweet. If you ask, if you ask why, I could definitely give you a an insight on why. I say captivating because when I when I connect with people, and like I told you earlier in the interview about um, social skills, when I connect with people, I always want want to know that I'm I'm captivating them. I I have their undivided attention from just the energy I give off and the conversations we have, and that. When you meet me, and if we never see each other again, you'll always have a memory of me of what, what the what the experience was like. And I try to do that with everybody I encounter as much as possible. Oh yes, uh, oh that makes sense. Now, what is the best way to stay motivated? The best way to stay motivated is honestly telling yourself that you're the best, and whatever your craft is. Whatever your industry is, whatever your skill is, whatever your talents are, you gotta you gotta self motivate yourself. That it ain't nobody else better than you. And when you give yourself such a such a push, you set your bars high. And you, and even if you don't reach that bar, you keep trying. So the only way to be the best is got you got to be consistently trying. So I think the best way to do it is to tell yourself you're the best at it, whatever your field is. And once you start training your mind that and telling yourself that it starts manifesting in different ways. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Story. Have you found most interesting? Which what? Excuse me. I didn't hear that. Which recent news story? Most interesting. Which recent story? News story. Oh man. Interesting. I don't know if that's the right word of it, but because, you know, news is different everywhere in the world. But I could honestly say uh interesting story out here is, is, is pretty much when a lot of people, a lot of people commit unnecessary crimes. I think I think there was one incident where, you know, somebody was uh, robbing a corner store or it was a grocery store or something like that. Or no, it was a restaurant uh, guy. A guy went into a restaurant and I don't know what city it was. I'm not sure if it was in Houston or it was another city, but basically a, a guy came in to rob a restaurant and um, had his gun waving in everybody's faces and trying to take everybody for their money or whatever. And once he turned his back, a customer who was um, who was packing a firearm ended up killing him right there on the spot and saved everybody else with this guy that was trying to rob the place. I thought that was it. It was interesting, but devastating and disgusting at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Absolutely. What flavor of ice cream do you wish existed? Oh, wish existed? I thought you said that that is existed. I would have tell you off the rip. I love me some pistachio, the green kind. But if I flavor of ice cream, I wish, uh, man, there's so many. There's so many I like. I could honestly say probably the flavor of ice cream that existed. If they mixed, if they mixed Pepsi with cotton candy in a creamy way. You got to have a real specific taste bud for that. Your palate got to be unique. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a Pepsi absolutely. guy. Absolutely. How did you spend Hopefully your last Pepsi birthday? comes up with that flavor. Pepsi, cotton candy. Let's see what happens. Just give me a residual or royalty off that. 
<laughs> oh, yes. How did you spend your last birthday? Oh, wow. My last birthday was interesting because um, I could say on my birthday is when, um, when I got the green light in the contract for my documentary, Road Dollar, Road to the Riches on Amazon Prime, I received the email, welcome to the Amazon family. Uh, you have been, you know, you've, you've been accepted and here's the, here's the information to be a part of the Amazon family for your movie. So I can honestly say that was the best, one of the best birthday gifts I've ever had. All right then. Who was the funniest person you've met? The funniest person I've met? I'd have to I'd have to say Beantown. One of my buddies, Beantown. Uh, he, he's a he's a guy from Boston. Good guy. Great, great, great compadre, man. And he uh, he's just funny, man. He's just his personality. It's natural, and he's just he's obnoxious, but he's genuine and he's funny. So I could honestly say Leon's is one of the funniest people I know in my life. Ah, okay, that. What was the most overhyped place you've ever traveled to? Overhyped? Mm -hmm. I could tell you what, man. It was it 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 was overhyped to me. I, maybe just because it's not my thing. But some years ago, I went to uh, the wine country in California, and I heard all these great things about it. And I guess it's to each his own. But I just you know it was oh they got the the beautiful you know wine vineyards and great restaurants and the pretty hills and. Yeah, it was cool, and you know I enjoyed looking at it, but definitely wasn't my cup of tea. So I felt that was a little overhyped for me. It's not my place, you know. I'm more of a Vegas guy, you know. Okay, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> can you? Oh, okay. kind of, yeah. What's the most useful thing you own? The most useful thing I own, I could honestly say, is a and a paper and mm. the reason why a pen and a paper is the most useful thing I own because whatever ideas whatever venture whatever move I decide to do to and attempt to make it successful I start with a pen and a pen a, excuse me a pen and a pad and I start jotting things down as of exactly what I'm trying to do what I'm going to do and what I want to do so I can say that's one of the most useful things for me because that's where it all starts in my world. All right, then. Talk to me, Peter. You... We're right, ping-ponging right. right now. We're playing tennis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if your mind was an island, what would it look like? Oh, that's easy. A lot of palm trees, a lot of white sand, a lot of clear water. And a lot of beautiful women. Mm, interesting. <laughs> and that is always it's great having you here, Road Dollar. Talking about oh, your work as a uh, everything, really. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. And and thanks for the interview. Um, I'll be coming to your side soon. I'll be crossing the ponds real soon to come see you, man. You better believe Sweet. it. Thank you much. All right, Pete. And until next time, stay tuned for more.